0: Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we're discussing a little bit of this versus a little bit of that. Like, should you be breastfeeding in public or just while you're driving home from work? Hospitals or birthing centers? And are you pro-formula or straight up from the spigot? Yep, we're talking about all that. So come on in, shut the door, and join the conversation. Okay, shut the door. (coughs)
1: our Facebook followers has asked, um, to, um, asked us to discuss our viewpoint on breastfeeding, specifically breastfeeding in public. Um, I'm sure she probably knows that I'm a mother right. and that you are not a mother. Uh-huh. And she's, um, at least what my perception is, is that she's curious the two different opinions because I'm a mother. You're not right. If you, as somebody who doesn't have children, I'm, you know, do you have a stronger opinion about how mothers should behave or, or the way a mother should raise her children as someone who doesn't have, have a child? Cause you know, like I think about how, even before I had my son, you know, I've judged parents like, why would you do that? Uh-huh. I wouldn't do that, uh-huh. but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I would have done a thing or two that I said I'd never uh-huh. do. So, um, but anyway, specifically about breastfeeding, I, um. Just breastfeeding in general or breastfeeding in public? Um, in public. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for, I'll, I'll give my pers, my, yeah. my opinion okay. since, you know, I have a child and I did breastfeed him.
0: Oh, can you give a before and after?
1: A before and after about breastfeeding?
0: Yes. Like, how did yeah. you feel? Before you had a child about mm-hmm. breastfeeding mm-hmm. and how did you feel after you, or do you even, I'm sure you recall, right? I do. Okay. Actually, I
1: can share a specific situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I used to practice martial arts and at the dojo I trained in, there was a family who um, came in and they were there on a regular basis. And there was a, a one of the moms had her child in, in class she also had a young, a young baby, uh, a toddler at this point, like probably one and a half years old. Yeah. So, um, and the lady always came into the dojo. She was not wearing a bra okay. and her boobs were massive. And you know, it's just like lady, because you she know, was control feeding. those things, yeah, you know, okay. they were just out of control. Uh-huh. And, um, and the kid used her breast as a pacifier more than anything. It right. wasn't a food source. Right. So like this kid would just go play in the lobby area while his brother was, you know, in class. And then every, you know, five minutes or so he'd walk over to his mom and like get up under her shirt or, you know, lift up her shirt and just, you know, start eating. Right. And then it would or just soothing. be soothing. Or soothing, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. So but then um then he'd walk away. So it was like not it wasn't because he was hungry. It was right. more of a pacifier. <clears throat> so I remember people saying somebody needs to talk to her that's inappropriate. And mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, yeah, it's weird like why is she just like exposing herself to everybody like randomly? Was she exposing herself to everybody? Did you actually see her boob? I believe I did. I don't I I I don't recall because I was just more like this kid it's not even like he's eating. He just mm-hmm. keeps going and lifting up her shirt mm-hmm. like it's not, you know, like if he's eating, I think it would have been one thing, but he just kept going back every uh-huh. couple of minutes and I'm uh-huh. like Okay. And it was just so strange to me. Uh huh. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, I, I was kind of on the same page as the person who was like, somebody needs to talk to this lady. Uh huh. You know, um, and I, I don't know, like I kind of, I don't necessarily feel the same way anymore. You know, I, now I have a child and I will say that, you know, I did breastfeed him. And if I was in public, I was very careful to cover up, not because, I'm opposed to people breastfeeding in public. Uh-huh. Actually, I don't even think I ever did breastfeed in public. Really? Yeah. Ever? Ever. How I long did you I, breastfeed? Um for? Ten months. Mm-hmm. So, so never. I always prepared a pumped... Or he, I had to supplement with formula because mm-hmm. I just didn't produ- produce enough milk. But um I either had a formula bottle or pumped milk in a bottle if I was out in public. Mm-hmm. And I would... I actually... Oftentimes, I guess... This is semi public. I would pump in my car. I would go like on my <laughs> on my way to work in the mornings yeah. and on my way home. While you were driving. I was driving in public. You're joking. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, but I had a cover up. No! That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm saying
0: that's what I'm thinking. You know, okay, so <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is probably gonna sound really dumb to you, but like some when we were growing up, my mom. He's to always tell us, like, when we go outside the house, make sure we're wearing our good undergarments <laughs> in case you got in an accident. <laughs> because the first thing you're thinking about after you've fallen out of a tree or gotten hit by a car or, water or whatever is "I'm my underwear, solid underwear. No, it's not. But that's literally what she used to always tell us, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking as you're driving <laughs> and not trying to be, like, negative or whatever, but God forbid you got in an accident there you are, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, even a fender bender, let's say you bump into somebody. What is the reaction time of getting those things off uh-huh. and getting your boobs back in there <laughs> in the raw? What? Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, uh huh. So,
1: but, you know, I tried. <laughs>
0: And I bet you, and I don't mean to be, that's not a judgy at all. Because I bet you you're not the only mom who does that.
1: Oh, yeah. I actually heard that. I heard somebody say that. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Because, you know, I wanted to pump as much as possible. Because I was already not producing enough milk. And I wanted to give them as much breast milk as I could. So, obviously, if you're not pumping or breastfeeding, you don't produce as much. So, I was trying to pump as much as I could. But, um, anyway... So I never did breastfeed in public, but my my perception has changed a little bit as far as like people who do breastfeed in public. I, I don't really think much of it anymore. I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. I myself was not comfortable with it. I just didn't want, like if, if I were to breastfeed in public or even if people came to my house, I would put a cover up on more because I was concerned. Probably more because I didn't want to make whoever was around me feel uncomfortable. Like I know for you, you would not have been uncomfortable at all if I had, and I might have breastfed in front of you without covering up. I don't remember, but, um, most oftentimes I would cover up. So, and I think it was probably more for my own comfort as well. Like I, I can say that it was for other people, but it was probably for me too, because I'm not, you know, I know that there are families who are just like hey whatever yeah it's just your body and I agree with that but there's still like that old-fashioned side of me where you have to be modest right yeah no
0: (laughs) I get it I and you know this like I come from a family where the women in the family which is very interesting it's really just the women um that I'm aware of are super cool like we're not incredibly I always say sacred, but that sounds probably not, not correct, but it's not, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's not. Yeah. And, um, like even right now, I, I could walk into a bathroom with my mom in it and let's say I, you know, I'm not fully clothed or my mom isn't, it's not, it's not a big deal. There's not even a reaction. Not at all.
1: I can tell you, like if I walked in, in a room with my mom, when she, like if she was changing and she didn't have her bra on. Yeah. I'd turn around. Yeah, no. Just because I feel like I'm invading her privacy. Right, Not because I'm embarrassed or like, I don't need to see your boobs.
0: Right, right. I think I grew up in a household where what what is privacy? Like, what is that? Like, it just, it wasn't that that isn't a thing. And it's like, I mean, for the record, you attended my sister's birth. Yeah. She had a home birth and you were there. And it wasn't, I mean... And to be clear, you weren't the only non family member who was there.
1: Yeah. And I mean I have a, your sister I mean, I I knew your sister, but I didn't mm-hmm. know right. your sister. Right. And she was okay with me being there. Yeah, because
0: it's it's I think um I think different people feel different ways about about bodies, you know, I think sometimes society over sexualizes our bodies. Yes. Right. And so we're we're made to feel like the only thing our body is for is for some kind of pleasure or arousement. Mm -hmm. Which totally down for cool. But also your body's just a tool, right? Like it's like it's a it's 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 just the packaging to which all your organs are in and like to which you reproduce and to which you feed a nation, right? Like as a mother. So for me I'm completely okay with when I see people breastfeeding in public. I'm completely okay with when I see, um, when people, what are those things called? Those apron-like things that people put over themselves when they're breastfeeding? Do they oh, have a yeah. name?
1: Um, just the cover, I think. Oh, so it's just the cover?
0: cover? I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not that. Yeah. I was watching this thing one time where Mayam Bialik,
1: is that actually how you say her name properly? I'm not sure, but okay. that's how I would say it. <laughs> Blossom.
0: Okay, where Blossom was talking about because she she is um, totally pro breastfeeding and pro public breastfeeding, right? Right, and she was talking about how she used to get so much flack because people were like, "What are you doing?" That's like indecency, right? And I don't understand it because when a child is latched. You're not seeing anything.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You're not seeing anything that you honestly wouldn't see, like, from wearing a shirt. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But people get so disturbed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's people out shopping in the malls that expose more than what a breastfeeding woman yes. is exposing. So, you and know, they that don't is. get the flack. Yeah. So what is it? Maybe they're, maybe they're upset because they're taking away from the sexualized nature of their breasts what a
0: shame i don't know like cuz i agree yeah. like you're not
1: really showing anything but like i know people who are like why would you do that yeah. like, but like what's the problem you don't, don't see, you don't see anything so if you don't see anything i feel like part of our culture
0: there are two parts of our cultures like of our culture i think and i could be so far off I think there are people who think that breastfeeding is great and people who think, why are you doing that? Your child is, isn't either getting enough or isn't getting all the nutrients that a formula can provide, right? There are definitely pro-breastfeeding and pro-formula people. I think our society has shifted. Back in the day, people used to have kids at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they didn't, they started going to the hospital. Right. And that became like the norm. Yeah. And then now a days people who have their kids outside of the hospital or in their home, they're looked at as like, what are you doing? Do you not care about your child or like whatever? Yeah. I
1: mean, I experienced that myself. Right. I, I think remember at my baby shower. Somebody said to me. That's right. You should just have a C-section. I don't know if they said you should just have a C-section, but C-section is so much easier, so much easier. I'm like, why would I? Why
0: would you do that, though? But I think it's a cultural shift in our society.
1: Yeah. Where it's like... Yeah, I know a lot of people thought I was crazy for not doing it in a hospital.
0: Why? Is your... I? The thing is, is like, not for nothing, and I don't mean to get all preachy on you, but God created... In my... The way I look at things, the way I believe, God created your body as a woman to be able to handle this. Right. Literally. Mm -hmm. It's part of your function. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to have kids or or... Or you shouldn't that's not it. I'm just saying your body is made for this.
1: Right, exactly. And so and that's not to say either that if somebody wants the drugs to help them cope with it, no that's fine. But why is it crazy to do something that my body was designed to do? It's
0: and the thing is is like sometimes I've heard it where it's not just you crazy for you doing it, but it's like, but what about the child? Like what, what like what if something happens and there's nobody around?
1: I've heard that from many people like if there's a, if there's an emergency you know you know even um, when we were interviewing pediatricians there was a pediatrician who said you know I'm not really a fan of births outside of the hospital he he had an experience where a child on 911 I think he was in New York at the time and he said you know somebody gave birth to the child and it was an emergency they could not get to the hospital because of all the chaos and the child died in the ambulance but the reality is at least I don't know if it's the reality, but the what I learned from the midwives when I started going to the birthing center. Yeah. Um, for my prenatal appointments was that, you know, they oftentimes know when you're at risk before it's too late. Absolutely, and you have yeah. time to get to the hospital yes. before it becomes life or death. Right. If the baby is in any sort of distress, if you if your blood pressure is high, if whatever, they are not going to take that risk. They are very cautious. And if you need a um a NICU or anything like that, they are not going to put your life or your baby's life at risk so that you can have a child outside of the right. hospital. Right. And I I believed that. And I I mean It's a fact. There's nothing yeah. to believe or not.
0: It's a fact.
1: And you know, I had my son at a birthing center mm-hmm. and there were no issues. Right. There were no issues. Right. Um so and I don't regret it even a little bit. I'm actually more than anything I remember, you know, How impressed my husband was with me. Yeah. And that stuck with me for a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it made me feel like, wow, I'm impressed.
0: Like, you're superhuman in some (laughs) way. Like, not for nothing.
1: And I feel so superhuman. We were
0: just saying, it's what our bodies are made to do. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's superhuman though. Like, seriously, these mothers who do it, I, you know, I'm a fan, a fan. Like, I love to see the birthing process. I love it. Um but let's be very clear. What your body is capable of doing is miraculous. Yeah. Like for real. Like creating a human being inside of you and then literally mustering everything you have to deliver this child is impressive. There's 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 nothing it, it, there's not enough words. Mm-hmm. I feel to explain the the sheer miracle that happens. You know, I've been to, with my sisters, several births, and every time that child starts to crown, right? And then, um you know, that the head finally comes out. I feel like, I feel like I'm not a coach. I feel like a, like I'm a cheerleader. I'm like, come on, you can do it. Not you, not you, the mother, no, that baby. the baby. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. And, I just feel, um, these, like the emotion is so real because there's this human being who's trying to come out into this world. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know. I find it incredibly beautiful, but like yeah. going back, I feel like I totally derailed, but going back, I feel like you had your baby at home and that, that was like the standard. And then it became the standard to have your child in the hospital. And so when you didn't, you were an oddball, mm-hmm. right? And it's like you're, you're taking risks. You don't need to. And then along with that being born, you know, the hospital becoming the norm, I think formula became the norm too. Yeah. And so breastfeeding became like why you don't have to do that and you don't, but it became the, it, it, it stopped being the norm.
1: Yeah. But then there's groups and this is an issue that I had. Um, there are groups of people who, push breastfeeding a little too hard.
0: Oh, facts. and what I mean yeah. by
1: that is I was strictly breastfeeding for the first two months of my son's life. Yeah. I was pumping all the, well, he was latched on probably 20 out of 24 hours of the Good day. Grief. Like he, uh-huh. but he wasn't gaining any weight. Like he yeah. was in the fifth percentile or something by the time he was at two months old. And the okay. doctor was like, I'm not, he's like, I'm starting to get concerned, but not yet. he's like, "Keep." He, trying to produce more milk keep trying to produce more milk i was going to a lactation group yeah pushing pushing yeah you know i um the breastfeeding and um finally you know i had to accept that i failed uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh-uh. no and i agree no but that's how i felt because that's how they press you and that's how they push you is they yeah. make you think breast breast milk is best and i agree but you know what a dead child Due to malnutrition, oh god, is not best. If I have to supplement with formula, don't judge me. I tried so hard, you know, and not that's not to say that anybody was judging me. First of all, so I don't want to say that that happened, but you know, you you have to understand. Like, what do? Well, no, I felt that you know, every time when they saw, like, I was doing weigh-ins before and after each feeding. Weigh-ins of what? the, The my son.
0: You were weighing him before you fed him, and weighing him to after to see how
1: much him? he was getting. So, like, how many ounces did he gain really? in the in this feeding session? Because he wasn't gaining enough weight, and like, when you're that desperate, yeah, there's something wrong. Yeah, and you know the fact that nobody said, you know what, maybe maybe it's time to supplement. That's okay. Nobody said that. No one said that. No, but none of the professionals said that. Really, none of nobody in the lactation group, the lactation specialist. Um, The pediatrician was trying to um, encourage me to just eat more oatmeal, eat things that help produce milk or whatever. But he also gave me samples of formula. He's like, look, he's like, I understand. He's like, here, try, Mm -hmm. try this supplement, you Mm -hmm. know, um, supplemental formula, whatever. Um, So he was, he was at least encouraging in that way. Like he gave us samples of the formula to use, but no, everybody was. Keep breastfeeding. Yeah. Keep breastfeeding. My poor kid was hungry. Yeah. And I thought that he was just a miserable baby, but he was just a hungry baby. Yeah. And it took me two months to finally realize, you know, he was so skinny his first two months. And within three days of starting him on supplementing yeah. formula, he started getting those little fat rolls on his thigh. Really? And I was like, oh, there's, there's, Yeah. you know, and he was there sleeping is, yeah. better. He was happier. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's two sides of yeah. that. And, no, you know, for sure. there should be, I, I, I get the importance of breastfeeding, but I also think people need to recognize that there's, um, a need to supplement sometimes. Okay. Here's
0: a fact, like everybody's different, right? So I know there's some people who are only natural birth and only breastfeeding, some people who are only hospital and only, um, formula. But everybody's different. God forbid if you're born into a society, like your, your little, your, your community, right? If you're born into a community of people who feel like natural birth is the only way, but God forbid you have a tilted hip. What do they call it? A tilted hip? Tilted uterus? Tilted something. I
1: it think it's tilted uterus.
0: Uterus. And it makes it more difficult for you to bear children naturally. What are you supposed to be? Punished for that? Mm-hmm. Like our bodies are all created differently, right? And it's a beautiful thing that we have options. Yeah. So there are options. It's not It's not to say that it has to be one way or another. You went at it. You tried to breastfeed and you did. You had to supplement. Cool. Best of both worlds. You know? So... I, I I hear you and that's actually kind of sad I'm sure you're not the only one who's been through through that I know you're not
1: the only one who's been through that yeah
0: um
1: put it put a lot of pressure, pressure on, me on you and it made I think it kind of contributed to a lot of my stress in his first few months because which I was he so feels I'm sure yeah probably I have another um semi-related topic I want to kind of touch on that reminded me of the breastfeeding and the pressure to breastfeed yeah there are some women who overproduce milk, right? Oh my word! And yes. they donate their milk, and people take it. What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm a little weirded out. I do not want to take some stranger's breast milk, okay, and feed it to my child.
0: So, I want to preface this by saying I am not a mother, right? So, like, I, I, I'm not trying to say one way or the other, but I don't see why not. Even I, if it's a stranger, okay. Like I don't want
1: sympathy. Your son.
0: Uh-huh. Right? He's three-ish now, almost three? Mm-hmm. Does he drink milk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I no, I'm just it asking goes a question. Processing. Does he drink milk? Yes.
0: Do you know that cow?
1: Personally? He's in my backyard.
0: The cow's in your backyard? Yeah. You have your own personal milking cow. It's the
1: Chick-fil-A cow. Is
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't. you don't! You don't. You don't know that cow. You don't know the process it's been through. You don't. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story that I heard in, in high school that caused me to stop drinking milk for years. You ready? This girl grew up on a farm where they had cows and they used to milk the cows, right? And they put these like machines on the, on the, on the cows' udders and they milk them. Well, as you know, when these nipples are being, um, constantly Abuse is not the right word, but like when they're in constant use, they can become chapped, Mm -hmm. they can become blistered, they can pus. That pus goes into the utter machine with your milk, okay? There is cow nipple pus in your milk. I don't
1: drink milk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not drinking milk ever exactly. again. <laughs>
0: and so it's nice because you go to the store, and T.J. Lee has a thing where it keeps the light out, so your milk stays fresher longer, and you drink keeps that the milk. Pus fresh, it keeps the plus. <laughs> Because who wants? Why not you have to tell me this? I'm story. just saying, it's real. It's real. It is real. Ugh. But you're concerned with and and let me tell you about these women. Let me tell you about these women who donate. These are the breastfeeding women who are incredibly particular. These are the judgy women. So their milk? No, I'm just. <laughs> it's I'm the te- best milk. It you'll ever is. Price. I'm not yeah. joking. They're the ones who use the nipple creams and the the whatever else, and they're so concerned about their output and, and what they're. I'm telling you.
1: That's
0: a good point. So I mean, I'm not saying do it, don't do it. I just don't understand why it's a big deal. Why what what is what are your concerns?
1: Um infectious diseases? I don't know. And I don't even know if that's a thing, if that transfers through milk. But I don't what, know if, that. what if the woman has something like whatever. I don't I can't even think of anything. But what if there's some sort of illness she has that can get transferred? Like it can get like um like or she's taking a medication. That, you know, because yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. you know, like if you drink alcohol, yeah. you know, that, you know, if, you, if you're if you drinking yes. alcohol and you're breastfeeding, yes. that can obviously, yes. you know, that's not good for so your house. Is so, it like, make, you just don't know what they're doing. It's not regulated? Is that the issue? Yeah. It's not regulated. But, I mean. Would I you guess. be okay
0: with it? Because here's what. I, and I, I am pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. Didn't we look at a site once together? Maybe it wasn't you. I looked at a site once with someone. And it says things that like, um, like some, some mothers can't eat broccoli because your child would like get really gassy or irritated right. after they ate broccoli or cheese or whatever. And so if I remember correctly, it, it like, it said like either what the mother eats or what the mother doesn't eat or something like that. Oh wow. And so I'm not saying that's a regulation at all it's not but there's information yeah. and i think it's a serious thing where these these women who do it they take it very seriously like they really um and i'm not trying to say like there's always the exceptions but i think it's a it's um it's more than just a business right to them mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i i don't i don't i don't say do it don't do but i don't see why why it'd be any more of an issue than drinking from a cow it's a fair point but you know have you tasted the breast milk? <laughs> yeah, you have. Have you?
1: I can't remember, to be honest. Honestly. Before. I've heard
0: people say that it's very sweet.
1: I, I mean, I've never tasted breast, breast milk, but. I don't I don't remember. I'm thinking I might not have. Although I feel like I had to have. Why wouldn't I have?
0: So, like, you know how sometimes you have to warm it? Well, not breast Well, yes, breast milk. You have to warm it up mm-hmm. and, like, figure out the temperature. Were you a back of the hand temperature or were you a tasting temperature checker? My wrist. Your wrist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I've seen some moms where, like, they'll warm it up and they'll, like, they'll try it, you know? Like, whatever. Not, not, I'm not just saying breast milk. They'll try whatever it is to make sure it's the right temperature. So, I didn't know if maybe if you were that kind of a a temperature tester, then for sure you had.
1: No, because I feel like I know for a fact that my tongue is less sensitive than his tongue. Because, like, I'll test food. Yeah. Now, not so much. He's much better at gauging. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I used to like test it on my tongue. and mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's fine. And then he'd take a bite and he'd be like, shake his head because it was too hot. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I realized that that's not a good test yeah. for heat because he, he, I've done a lot more damage right. to my mouth right. over the years. Than, than he, he has. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a, the whole motherhood
0: thing in today's society is very interesting to me. Whoa.
1: Thanks for joining the conversation. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Naya Tang. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast. Join us next week for another episode of Shut the Door.